Okay. Welcome to Progressive News Network on Blog Talk Radio. We're a combined show these days, Progressive News Network, our Sunday show, as well as our companion sister show, the Environmental Justice Report. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about things that are strictly in the political sphere. Uh, everybody's talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, all right? And you see top Republicans like Elise Stefanik, who at least used to appear to have a brain, having just apoplexy claiming this is a political prosecution and that excuse me, they weaponized DOJ and so on and so forth. It's absolute nonsense, okay? Now, if you look at our advert, we had some technical difficulties this week. Specifically, I, I broadcast this on my little Chromebook. Believe it or not, I actually get better reception. But when I do a show, I download all the documents that I'm going to reference. And each show that I do, uh, there's an average between five to 10,000 words worth of documentation that I have in front of me. So when you hear me make a statement and then I say, as referenced by, that's because I have the documents right in front of me. Well, I try not to make it sound like I'm reading straight from it, but that's it because I believe that documentation is a very important part of accountability and transparency. Um, basically what happened was my computer bit the dust. It just did. And I quickly ordered a, basically a refurbished Apple MacBook, whatever. There are probably Apple enthusiasts out there, but it's not user-friendly for somebody who has a visual impairment like myself. And so, needless to say, I hate Apple. I wasted two hours trying to figure out how to get this thing to work and how to word process. So, basically... What I had planned for today, I'm going to talk about a little bit, but I won't be able to do the full the full show that way because, again, I don't have it in front of me. I have the documentation. I just can't access it, and I want to make sure that I'm accurate. So if you saw our advert, you know we're going to start this with an interview that our founder and my colleague and friend, Rick Spizak, conducted with Florida activist Susan Lee. And this deals with... Um, not only the authoritarian, the constant authoritarian abuses by Ron, Governor Ron DeSantis, but I believe it's, don't quote me, I believe it's specifically regarding um, the uh, kicking out of office of a Florida, an elected Florida prosecutor, and how basically DeSantis sent cops in to basically escort by force this elected official out of his office. And why? Because he wasn't going to fully implement the new anti-abortion law. Uh, he, he was looking at all the different provisions. And prosecutors do have what's called prosecutorial discretion. So this guy was, this prosecutor was well within his rights to say, yeah, I don't think there's enough there to actually go after it. Well, DeSantis would have nothing of it because, you know, once again, Ron DeSantis is a wannabe dictator. So we're going to have that interview, and we will play that. Now, on the advert, it talked about how, you know, Donald Trump, along with the entire MAGA moron crowd, are whining the FBI raid, as I said just a few minutes ago, on Mar-a-Lago was politically motivated. And 
you know, Trump's wrong. The fact is, if Donald J. Trump had been an ordinary citizen who helped to organize and incite the January 6th insurrection, he would already be sitting in a jail cell because he's a, he's a flight risk. He has the money and the means to escape. Um, if Donald J. Trump had been an ordinary citizen who somehow obtained uh, records that were considered anywhere from classified to top secret, and I believe the phrase is mishandled him, again, he would have already been indicted. Make no mistake about it. Uh, this story, and again, after Rick's interview with Susan Lee, I'm going to just kind of talk about it for a few minutes before we end this show. Um, but once again, Donald J. Trump is getting away with all of this because he's rich, because he was president, and the fact is nobody should be above the law. But that's what's happening here. And then after this show runs today, we're going to be on hiatus for two weeks. By then I should have a new computer, and I'll be able to do justice to this very important story because they call it mishandling of documents, but make no mistake about it. Uh, as documented, I'm going to mention one article by The Guardian, that these documents referenced in part our nuclear arsenal. This is a major national security risk. Make no mistake about it. So once again, uh, we're going to get into Rick's interview first, and then I'll have this little op-ed. Um, so let me find Rick's interview. Give me a second here. Um, again, it's a little hard to see. I, I do need new glasses, very much so. So let me find where he sent this. Come on. Oh, and and when you... Let's see now. And when you hear these stories, it, it's just going to blow your mind. All right. But, you know, again, I call them the MAGA morons. Here it is. I call them the MAGA morons because some of these people that are in love with Donald J. Trump, let's face it, the followers of Trump, it's Cenk Uger and Anna Kasparian from the Young Turks are right. They're a cult. They're a cult. They're a dangerous cult. They idolize Donald Trump. Why? I'll never know. But they do. And you can't talk sense to them. But now we're talking about this mishandling of documents. And, they're, and one of the things they're comparing it to Hillary's emails. Well, you know, you'll hear the conservatives say, well, you didn't go after Hillary. Well, we should have. I have no problem with them investigating Hillary if she mishandled classified information. I wouldn't care if Moses himself reincarnated. The bottom line is this. This is highly sensitive information. And not only was it mishandled, but there were boxes of these documents that were sitting in the basement at Mar-a-Lago. There are protocols in place for how you handle national security documents. And they're very strict. And this was putting all our national security at risk. It was putting uh, at risk people that serve in the military. It was putting at risk intelligence professionals. This is serious. It is not a Republican thing. It's not a Democratic thing. It's not a conservative, liberal thing. It's a national security thing. Seriously. So we're going to be talking about that after 
uh, Rick's interview with Susan Lee, and then in two weeks we'll come raging back, or roaring back rather, with a larger story that explains all the ins and outs, including how national security documents are supposed to be handled. And we just need to do it. So anyway, with no further ado, I am going to start this interview. This is our founder, Rick Spizak, journalist extraordinaire, and he is interviewing uh, Florida activist Susan Lee. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the great good fortune to bring to you a woman of great civic responsibility, a woman who has helped in, in the Democratic Progressive Party. She's worked with Planned Parenthood. She's worked with ACLU, a woman of impeccable, impeccable progressive credentials, longtime activist, my friend, Susan Lee. Susan, welcome. Well, thank you. Uh, Rick, uh, it's lovely to be here, and thank you for uh, all those lovely things that you said about me. I, th- I, these are all understatements, my dear, understatements. I have known Susan for several years, both as an ACLU activist, Planned Parenthood activist, Democratic Progressive activist. Um, Susan, it equality seems that... Florida. Uh, Don't forget Equality Florida. Equality Florida. Another huge one for me. Thank you. And and it seems that we have uh, governors gone wild uh, once again down in Florida. Tell us what's going on with this guy. What is his latest uh, shenanigans? Um, you know, I, I really wish that I knew exactly what was going on with him. This is the governor who has held himself above the law many times. He has stomped on the Constitution. He has stomped on other laws himself. Uh, I mean, just thinking back to... Our redistricting, um, you know, our Florida Constitution requires that the legislative branch does the map drawing, but the governor decided from the executive branch to draw maps right there, stomping on the Constitution, uh, and the um, uh, legislators, our legislature is, is held by the Republicans, they were too afraid to stand up to him, which is, as we know, what happens when he goes step by step by step. That's what happened in Germany in the 1930s. How could it have happened in Germany? <laughs> exactly. Anytime you ask yourself, this is how it happened, step by step. So they they accepted it, which was also unconstitutional. And then um, so they took they took his his maps, unconstitutional. Uh, and then um, he also said, well, you know, these, these, um, the next step, the, the districts that are up in the northern part of uh, Florida, um, well, these are gerrymandered and we don't, we don't govern this way, which is actually could be translated to we don't govern constitutionally. We know that, DeSantis, because they were actually drawn according to the Fair District's amendment that all of the, you know, we the people of Florida uh, put into the Florida Constitution um, and it was required. They were drawn according to what we had put, you know, all of us. And he just, again, stomped on the Florida Constitution, which made it constitutional to have the districts that way. 
And he just said, no, nah, you know, I am, I am whatever he thinks he is, king, monarch, dictator, um, I'm just going to not pay attention to the Constitution. And again, the Florida uh, GOP legislators accepted it because they were too afraid to stand up to him. Even some Florida legislators who had been working on map drawing and said, absolutely, we will go with the, with the Constitution, and they didn't. So, um, you know, that's just one example. But, I mean, he started his, his governorship um, violating campaign finance laws. Um, the first thing he did was absolutely a campaign uh, stunt but he made Florida taxpayers pay for it. I mean, he, he, he made this huge trip that he claimed was going to be to Israel, that he claimed as governor, uh, he claimed was going to be um, to go over and see how they, you know, have enough water in this small, you know, arid area, but took the whole, his whole, um, Well, I can think of his campaign, his whole cabinet, as well as a huge proportion of the legislature. If he's looking at, you know, water rights and things, that, that takes what, 10 people max? Right. Needs some security, needs some, you know. But so the taxpayers paid for his camp. That was all campaigning. That was to show, you know, pro, pro-Israel people that see I'm I'm your guy uh, and we all paid for that and they did this absolutely crazy stuff that had nothing to do with anything but that he was campaigning um, and that was one of the very first things he did and I mean it's just outrageous uh, too many times in the past when referendum have been brought forward by the public the Republican legislature just ignored it just just absolutely ignored it uh, whether it be restoration of rights or environmental guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a history of this. Mm -hmm. But here we have a right-wing governor even overruling his own Republican legislature. This is this guy's clearly amazing. But this latest stunt oh. where he's he's pretending to enforce a law that doesn't even exist yet. Talk about talk about this uh, state's attorney. Well, um uh, Andrew Warren uh, has been duly elected twice. Uh, he's done some wonderful things in terms of, um, you know, reforming some things that we do, giving people a second chance, you know, as long as they, um, uh, or, or not getting into the system in the first place, as long as they, they do some things, you know, that, uh, you know, like civic duty and, um, um, he's, and, and, other state attorneys throughout the country have come to watch what he's doing because they're so impressed. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is not just me talking about it. Right. right. Really. But again, he's been elected twice by by a strong margin. Um, and the the couple of laws that that got passed um, this past session. Uh, that have been, you know, um, ruled, at least talked about as unconstitutional in courts, um, haven't made it up to the Supreme Court, the Florida Supreme Court yet, but right. but still 
um, you know, uh, been initiated as unconstitutional. I, I, they've had the, um, it's terrible, um, the, to- the talking session. Uh, right. It seems as though it's going to be ruled as unconstitutional. So that's right. one of them, very likely unconstitutional. And then the other one isn't even a law yet. So it's a, it's a couple of different things that, that this pledge that 21 Florida state attorneys signed um, to and sent to uh, uh, the, uh, I hate to call him governor because he yeah. clearly thinks he's something higher than that. Um, and and then the next thing um, Andrew Warren knew was armed police came into his office and marched him out of his office. He had no warning, no due process, no anything. They just, I mean, this is straight. Yeah. What were fascist. the brown shirts? What were the yeah. brown shirts in? in fascist, yeah. Well, fascist, but but the but the but the actual. Um, the, yeah. the point I wanted to make was. This is because the statement was made that he was not going to enforce these onerous abortion laws. Is that correct? That he was that he would use um, the power of um, you know discretion, discretion, discretion. Uh, you know, with limited resources and. Um, but then apparently, and there have been lots of articles that, that have talked about how he's very careful and is very you know, good at looking at the Constitution and the, and the laws, and, um, and that on that same pledge, footnotes clarify that he's, that he's being very, very careful about what, he, what he's actually stating, and that if there's anyone who is actually being lawful and constitutional, it's Andrew Warren. So this was obviously someone just skimming through the top and saying, oh, well, we've got to, you know, um, uh, suspend him because he's ignorant of his job duties. And this is coming from someone who has made it clear that he is ignorant of his job right. duties and right. should be suspended. So really, according to Ron DeSantis, the governor needs to be suspended. Let me ask you this. You know, you, you have a, a history of being on the right side of so many issues and supporting so many good causes. What what are you hearing from whether it be Planned Parenthood or ACLU or uh, progressive Democrats in Southwest Florida? What are what's kind of what's the, going to be the pushback? Well, we had you know we've had huge rallies um, uh, for Andrew as soon as we heard about it. I mean that night, and um, there's been a lot of Twitter. It, you know the the method of communicating these days uh, support and um, and Andrew himself uh, already has a team of I assume a lot of other attorneys and also whatever else um, uh, we probably will have some other uh, rallies for him and um, and I you know I don't know exactly exactly his approach. He's been kind of swamped. He's been on uh, TV shows and um, podcasts. So I don't know the, the exact approach, but um, it, we are not going down without a fight because this is, this is um, uh, Germany of the 30s and 40s. Uh, I have is, you know, it, he's, it, it's, you know, even at the end of the, the DeSantis press conference, 
he said in there right toward the end, and and not only that, you're not um, you're not voting right, which was sort of one of those. Oh, and now I'm going after your SOE, your supervisor of elections. I mean, this was um, declaration of war. Sure, it's absolutely, and um, it's it's coming from Viktor Orban uh, from Hungary. You know, as you know, the CPAC, and there's not a single conservative left in CPAC, so why are they still calling it CPAC right. uh, instead of DPAC? These are radicals. So, These are not conservative yeah, anything. Right. Yeah. I have um, to ask you. But they had him as the initial, the, the, the start-off speaker, and I thought, oh, yeah. So oh, where do you getting, go from there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to ask you also, you know, we've seen the signal with uh, the uh, perjurers, who, who put an end to Roe versus Wade, uh, have, have made it clear that this is not their last stop on this train to hell. They're talking about reproductive rights. They're talking about human rights for LGBT, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that Planned Parenthood and I'm sure that our LGBT community activists are not going to sit by idly while we're all rounded up. What are you hearing? What kind of uh, things are planned that you can talk about, if anything, about how we're going to push back on this? Well, um, I'm getting terrified, personally. So... Unless, like, like Hungary, there are no gay people in Florida. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. There's a joke. Yeah, right. No, there aren't any here. One of the latest things, of course, what, what DeSantis also did in, in this state is, is uh, hire another I won't say perjurer, but fraud. Um, as our Surgeon General, he lied on his resume, and, and we got that, the information about that from the people who did actually work with on the projects and the and w- with the um, patients that he claimed he had, and they said no, no, he wasn't anywhere near. But that's because he wanted a lap dog, and they're they're trying to remove. Um, gender-affirming care for transgender youth, and, and then even for, for adults through, through Medicare, uh, which, you know, is life-threatening. So um, we've been, there was just a, a recent meeting uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. I couldn't get to Fort Lauderdale, but I could, you know, send letters and, and things. So that was, and that was just last Friday. Matter of fact, so that was just a, you know a few days ago, and uh, of course, DeSantis hired all the people on the Florida Board of Health, so they're inclined to no matter how many letters we wrote to the doctors who were going to be showing up saying, no, this is what you want to do is not standard of care. The standard of care throughout the country and with the AMA and with the you know which which has the real research and certainly the current research rather than what you're talking about, which is maybe from 40 years ago. Um, so that's, you know, another of the things that's, that's happening. I mean, he's it's, just trying to erase people and make them die or go away. Or this, yeah. The anti-abortion rules as being interpreted don't just harm women and families who need an abortion, there are medical necessities that utilize the same tools or even unrelated medicines that have an abortion 
societal effect. These people are being impact, impacted, not just people in need of an abortion and in need of reproductive care. Absolutely. And it seems that there's, there's no thought about these people. No thought, period, except you have to do what I believe. You know, no choice. No, it's just my belief is my, you know, especially my, my religious belief, uh, you know, which is, uh, and then they say, well, it has to be a religious freedom. That's not what you're doing. But, but it's true. You know, if clinics get closed uh, due to lack of funds, then, then other people who use them just for their yearly, you know, annual checkup, um, because they charge less, uh, they're, they're screwed too, and 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 the and the the men who and and other people use it for HIV tests, sure. you know, are screwed, and for other kinds of tests too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it it harms everybody. Now, and and these people who who want to have it be just absolutely banned with no exceptions, who then say, oh, but I care about life. I just want to shake. No, no, you don't. You know, you don't give a tinker's damn. You know, I would think that the uh, religious freedom contingent, you know, the ACLU folks and, and others have to have to stand up and fight this because it's clearly a theocratic move. I think that's the best way you could, you know, put a face on it, uh, yeah. other than just brutal, you know, anti-humane fascism. Yeah. You know, we if we don't stand up for religious liberty now we're going to be in a very sad position. Yeah. And it's not just for us, it's for the grandkids and the great-grandkids and the great-great-grandkids. Well, you know, I mean, four, four Muslims just got killed. What, what religious freedom is that? That's not. Got to understand the word religion does not mean Christianity. It just doesn't. It means hundreds of things. And it's free exercise of religion. So that's Jewish, that's pagan, that's Sikh, that's no law establishing, as I read it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, and how is this anything but? How is this anything but? Exactly. You know, these these Christian nationalists who are as close to Hitler as you can get um, started back in the 40s or something. And if you hear tape, you know, old tapes of that guy, he didn't yes. talk about gas chambers, but boy, in every other respect, he just sounds so like him. But... But yeah, I mean, he wanted to run the place under Christian law. And I thought, how is that any different from Sharia law? Well, it, it, you know, and, and it's funny because I know it's characterized that way, but it has absolutely nothing to, way, to do with the way Jesus would exactly. have run things. Exactly. Which is kind yeah, of interesting. The next statement is, it's kind of what like do you mean by Testament. Christian law? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. You know, loving your neighbor treating the poor, helping the needy, helping the sick. Where's that part? Where's that New Testament part? Yeah. You know, they'll, right. they'll run to the, you know, the older books, and, and uh, it, it's, it's appalling. But we, we don't even want to fight it on that grounds. We have to fight it on religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we I We have to. And mm. I, I, I hope my friends in ACLU, who you know I have a lot of respect for, uh, get up off the dime on this. Uh, I, I want to hear... I really want to hear something, and I'm not hearing anything. And when you leave the bully pulpit to the bullies, what That's happens? What That's what you What do. happens? Yeah. Well, my dear, uh, anything you can tell me about uh, things planned in Planned Parenthood or, uh, you know, how... Not at, how, not at the how moment. I'm, 
Sure. Yeah, at, at, I'm afraid I've been really focused on Equality Florida right now because yeah. of what's happening, and then uh, and then Andrew because I I think he's been so good that I've been just uh, appalled and been trying to help him. So those have been my two research sure. focuses. Oh, and, um, and and what the kind of treatment Andrew's getting is being seen across the country by any any prosecutor, any any state's attorney who's not. <laughs> Uh, running another uh, uh, inquisition kind of kind of law, you know, yeah. vengeance yeah. only, no compassion allowed. Uh, you know, we've learned nothing, or at least some of us have learned absolutely nothing over the last oh, I don't know, thousand years. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. Well, Susan, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I absolutely appreciate you taking the time and the trouble to talk about some of the issues from a Florida activist point of view. Thank you so very much for joining me. I can't thank you enough. Susan Lee, longtime, solid, progressive, humanist activist, a person who alone tilts the intellectual uh, level of Florida. Thank you so much, Susan. Well, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Okay, so... We're back. That was Rick's very insightful interview with activist Susan Lee. <clears throat> I learned a few things. So now we're back to the main story. Cause, and the fact is all this ties together. It, it, it really does. Um, you know, like I said, my computer bit the dust. So I couldn't download all the documents that I normally would have at my fingertips. But what I do have... I was able to look up on my phone anyway, um, an article by The Guardian. And this deals with, again, the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. You know, we have Donald Trump and his family and the practically the entire Republican Party whining that this is a witch hunt. Then, on top of it all, Republicans <clears throat> that, at least on the surface, appear more reasonable and they were on the news shows this morning. I'm looking at my handwritten notes. Kind of difficult to read. So, for instance, we had today. Oh, Lord, I can't read my own handwriting. This is bad. Oh, here we go. So, today on Face the Nation, you had Representative Michael McCall, who's Republican from Texas, and you had Representative Brian Fitzpatrick who's also represented, I don't recall which state he's from, and they were giving the false equivalence argument is what I would say. You know, they're saying everybody needs to calm down. You know, we don't need violence. We don't, you know, both sides need to calm down. Like both sides are equally guilty when that's not the truth. It's not progressives that are threatening civil war. It's not progressives or leftists that are threatening violence against conservatives or Republicans. It's coming from the the crowd that I refer to as the MAGA morons. And they follow Donald J. Trump and his, his uh, assistants, and I refer to the Donald as the monster of Mar-a-Lago. Okay? Free speech. Works both ways. And they've been screaming this is a witch hunt or it's a false equivalence. It is neither. Okay? The bottom line is this. Donald Trump, well, as president, yes, he could declassify documents. It's true. 
And once Biden took over, Biden could reclassify them. But what you can't do, and this comes from the espionage law, you can't mishandle and carry these documents to inappropriate places like your home. It doesn't work that way. So once again, this is an article from The Guardian to give you an idea of what's really going on. The Guardian is a British newspaper. Um, They do solid work. So, (coughs) excuse me, this was published Friday. It was written by Hugo Lowell in Washington. The headline is, Trump under investigation for potential violations of Espionage Act warrant reveals. And the subtitle is, Details contained in explosive search warrants show U.S. officials investigating whether three criminal statutes violated. Reading straight from the article. So apparently, Trump is under criminal investigation right now for violations of the Espionage Act and then some additional laws, two other laws, that relate to what's called obstruction of justice and destroying federal records. Now, that's according to the search warrant that FBI uh, agents executed. Now, you have to remember something. This was said on the Young Turks. Shank Uger brought it up. You know, Trump keeps saying he wants Merrick Garland to show the warrant. Except for one thing. Trump has a copy of the warrant. He could release it himself. Why doesn't he? He doesn't because it would be pretty damning. But a good point brought up by Chank Uger. Now, the search warrant and the contents were confirmed by the Guardian newspaper uh, said the FBI was looking for evidence, quote, about whether the mishandling of classified documents by Trump included some marked top secret amounted to a violation of three criminal statutes. So that's what they were looking for evidence for. And the fact is the Espionage Act is highlighted, all right? Now, the Espionage Act itself, it's an old act. You can't blame this on progressives. It dates back to 1917, actually. It, according to his article, the Espionage Act, quote, outlaws the unauthorized retention of national security information that could harm the United States or aid an adversary, end quote. This is about our national security, people. It doesn't matter whether you think Donald Trump is the second coming of Jesus. It doesn't matter if you think Donald Trump is Lucifer himself. This is about our national security, period. That's it. There is no other consideration. Okay, this article goes on to say the other statutes, quote, listed on the warrant. And I'm going to read this straight from the article, quote, The other statutes listed on the warrant include the federal law that makes it a crime to destroy or conceal a document in order to obstruct a government investigation, and the federal law that prohibits the unlawful removal of government documents more generally, end quote. It's right there. Um, So... This is what it's really about. You can the Trumpers can scream that this is a witch hunt, and I guess what I find ironic is you think they would be more concerned about whether or not our national security has been seriously compromised. 
even just by the stupidity of Donald Trump, you think they'd be concerned that some of the evidence, some of the boxes of documents that the FBI pulled out of Mar-a-Lago, out of the basement in Mar-a-Lago, included nuclear documents. In other words, documents about our nuclear capacity. This is serious. According to this, uh, let's see now, the most, quote, the most sensitive set of documents removed from presidency home in Florida were listed generically as, quote, various classified backslash TS backslash SCI. The abbreviation for top secret sensitive compartmented information, according to the warrant, end quote. According to this article, again, quote, FBI agents retrieved a total of 11 sets of classified documents, some of which were marked top secret, the Wall Street Journal first reported. It goes on to say federal agents also took away four sets of top secret documents, three sets of secret documents, and three sets of confidential documents the receipt showed. The Wall Street Journal reported this. Hardly a bastion of liberal thought. The Wall Street Journal is an icon to Wall Street itself. Okay? Um, Trump keeps saying all of this was declassified. And according to the article, yes, as a president, not as a past president, but as president, he could have declassified them. That's true. However... He cannot put them in places where they don't belong because of the sensitive nature of the documents themselves. You just can't. All right. This article goes on to say, quote, Trump has offered no details about how the supposed declassification, you know, that he claimed he did. Trump's claiming he declassified these documents. Therefore, no crime occurred. This article goes on to say, quote, Trump has offered no details about how the supposed declassification took place, and a former Trump administration aide, Cash Patel, has said that even though Trump did declassify the records, the White House Counsel's Office never provided the required paperwork. It goes on to say, quote, but whether the former president actually declassified the documents may not ultimately matter. The Espionage Act, for instance, does not distinguish between classified and declassified materials. Unauthorized retention of any document relevant to the statute remains a crime, end quote. He goes on to explain that, quote, documents marked as top secret are also meant only to be viewed in secure rooms known as sensitive compartmented information facilities, or SCIFs, and their presence in a basement storage area in Mar-a-Lago appears to satisfy the technical elements of a violation of law, end quote. Okay? He's guilty. Those documents should have never been removed. It doesn't matter if he declassified them. It might lessen some of the possible criminal, um, criminal punishment he may get, but it doesn't matter. He's still guilty. And the fact is, our national security was put at risk. And those of you that think, oh, wow, you're just a lefty, you're a, I just love this darling 
little uh, remark, little moniker that uh, Trumpers call and all, all GOP Trumpers call liberals. We're you know we're called libtards. Well, it doesn't matter because the fact is Trump broke the law. Now, one thing I will add is this: there is no way Donald Trump could have masterminded all this. He's not bright enough. He doesn't have enough technical information. He had to have had help, and it had to have been help at some of the top levels in the related agencies. I suspect this also ties in with deleted text from the Secret Service. Now, there's a really good uh, investigation that was uh, conducted by a group called POGO, which is the Project on Government Oversight. They are, oversight. They are non um Nonpartisan. They're not one party or the other. And apparently uh, the Department of Homeland Security watchdog um, just kind of sat on that. He didn't really uh, give out the information about the deleted text like he should have, not in a timely manner anyway. And we'll be talking about that two weeks from now because I have a feeling that this whole story is going to come together. You know, the fact is, I wouldn't care if it was Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump. Our national security has been seriously compromised. Anybody could have gone into the basement of Mar-a-Lago and taken some documents. And according to other sources, other documentation, some of the information had to do with the nuclear capacity of the United States. That's a serious breach of our national security, period. It doesn't matter if Kevin McCarthy or Elise Stefanik want to huff and puff. It's irrelevant. If they're going to keep defending Trump, then you've got to question their, their allegiance to this country. We have been put at great risk. It's possible that Donald Trump was just stupid and vain, but we were st- our national security was still put at risk. It's also possible that while Trump was stupid and vain, he may have wanted to cut a business deal and sell this sensitive information. You know, like to his buddy Vladimir Putin. The fact is we don't know yet, but we need to know. And any lawmaker, any politician that continues to make excuses for the fact that Donald Trump put our national security at high risk, they, they need to be investigated too. This isn't about whether you're a conservative or liberal. This is about the safety, not only of our security as a nation, it's about the safety of our intelligence professionals. It's about the safety of any loved ones you may have that are presently serving in the U.S. military. Their lives possibly been put in greater jeopardy because of this as well. It's really that simple. Period. Now, we normally have the Jackass of the Week Award. Uh, again, we're going to skip that tonight because, frankly, oh, God, what can I say? There's too many, too many jackasses out there to pick from. Seriously, not even Richard Nixon was this vile. Just wasn't. 
we have to do some serious soul searching as a nation. We just do. And those of you that are listening, maybe you hate libtards like myself, the fact very simply is this. There are those that, some liberals, that are frightened about the aspects of civil war, especially white liberals. And I'm not putting them down. What I'm saying is now white liberals are merely facing the reality of life in the United States that communities of color have always had to face. And it's about time we realize that there's a sickness in this nation, and it's a sickness that is intrinsically, intimately tied to various bigotries, with the biggest bigotry being racism, but racism, religious religious discrimination, um, misogyny, systemic misogyny, homophobia, transphobia. fact is there is a subsection of American society that is not just bigoted. They really do lo- they really do want a return to a Nazi-like regime. Now, Florida Senator Rick Scott, you know, compared the raid at Mar-a-Lago to the Gestapo. That takes a lot of damn nerve. You know, I'm an actual Jew. I lost family in the Holocaust. Rick Scott does not get to compare the legal actions and reasonable actions of the FBI activating and following the demands of of a court-ordered search warrant to the Gestapo. The fact is, DOJ had issued subpoenas. Trump and his lieutenants refused to answer them. This was the last, the last thing they could do. They had to go to a federal judge to get a search warrant because Trump and his people refused to answer subpoenas. Now, those of you in the audience, if you or I refuse to answer a subpoena, refuse to show up in court, whatever, the judge wouldn't have hesitated normally. They would have issued a warrant for your arrest Boom, you're in contempt of court. But Donald Trump gets to play golf? That's what's happening here. Make no mistake about it. So the last thing they could do was issue the search warrant and then fulfill the requirements. And it's a good thing they did. It's a good thing they did because our national security, by moving those records... Our national security has definitely been breached by Donald Trump and whoever helped him. That's it. That is the case in a nutshell. And it is particularly asinine that you hear wealthy Republicans whine about how this rich, spoiled man is being picked on. I don't think so called rule of law. Nobody is above the law. And they know that. They know that. This is why Trumpism has to be stopped. This is why the MAGA morons have to be stopped. These are people that despise democratic rule. They want a white Christian nation where all the white Christian women are properly subservient and everybody's straight. And that's it. 
Last time I checked, yes, as an actual Jew, I can call out the Nazis. Some white man, white Christian male, in other words, Goy, no, you can't. There, I went there. The last time they wanted a white Christian nation, yes, that was the Third Reich. Make no mistake about it. So that's my rant for today. Uh, again, we're going to be in hiatus for two weeks, but we will be coming. Back, we will be roaring back on September fourth, which is a Sunday. And by then, I will have my documentation all together in front of me, and I will step by step explain what's happening. Make no mistake about it, but it is time for Donald Trump and anyone that helped him to face indictments right now. He needs to be indicted immediately. Anyone that helped him needs to be indicted immediately. Their passports taken from them. Their finances, except to pay for attorneys, frozen just like they would anyone else. And yes, there were RICO violations, little Donnie, but I suspect you were the one committing them, not the FBI. So that's our story for today. We will come roaring back in two weeks. With that, I say good night, and God bless us, because we're certainly going to need it by whatever you believe in.